From Smashing the Plateau, I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a long career as an employed professional. This is a career journey, becoming an entrepreneur, but also hugely a personal growth journey. Today on episode 109 of Going Solo, I'm speaking with the principal and founder of Strathos Coaching and Consulting, Joseva Vanderstoop. When Joseva started Strathos Coaching and Consulting in January of 2021, she was well positioned to take on an entrepreneur's mindset. If you are moving into your own business after a long career as an employed professional, you want to hear how Joseva is employing her strengths and values to develop her own business. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you'd like to share your story on going solo, please get in touch with me at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Joseva Vanderstoop. Joseva started Strathos Coaching and Consulting in January 2021. It was a big leap after working for an employer for her entire 30-year career. Joseva is passionate about helping people and organizations see possibilities, leverage strengths, and achieve goals. Before starting Strathos, Yoseva worked in public service, holding various roles at all levels of government. She's a strategic planner, communication specialist, change leader, and committed coach. Yoseva lives, learns, and works in Sydney, British Columbia, Canada, on the traditional territory of the Waisenach people. Yoseva, welcome to the show. Great to be here, David. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So 30 years is a long time to be in employment or be in a career, be in positions, what caused you to decide to transition into self-employment? Well, it was quite a journey, and I and you're absolutely right, quite a change to moving into an entrepreneur. You know, I still feel today that, you know, I'm still a little more comfortable as an employee, but I'm really on this learning journey. And and really what what created the shift, I think, happened quite a few years ago when I was, I've been always so passionate about public service. I've, I honestly feel so honored to support people to make their lives better every day. And as I started to, you know, review my career and what I was passionate about, I, I ended up taking a, a coaching certification and I started to really feel like I was a little bit constrained really as an employee and I actually went and hired a coach and started to talk about that. And, and one of the things that really struck me, and this was five years ago, is I started to ask myself, am I past my best before date? Like it really was this questioning of who am I? What do I want to be? And, and is this what I want to do? And at that point in time, I kind of dipped my toe in the water and I started to do a little bit of uh, coaching on the side. And then I got a dream job. I got a job starting a team, building something new. And what I realized, actually, if I look back, is that there was a certain amount of fear involved in making that shift to becoming an entrepreneur. There was something, you know, safe about going to an employer every day and doing what you're passionate about. But I had this dream job. I built this team. And then over the last couple of years, I really started to see that I started to really, I guess, know myself and my values and what was important to me. And I started to see a shift in the organization I was in that talked a lot about the things that I valued, 
But I think the organization was going through such a shift itself that there was a real gap for me between being able to live my values. And one of those things was to really be thinking about the people I was serving and really thinking about it from their perspective. And so I started to see that the gap started to grow between what I was passionate about and and one of the things I'm passionate about is being a change leader. And being able to influence that change was very challenging. And then some other things happened in my life. I I had some dear friends who passed away, and it started to just make me realize that there is more to life than the financial side. And to really question myself about what I was passionate about, and I kept coming back to, I really want to make a difference for people. I really want to live my values. How can I best do that? Well, maybe I just need to be brave and courageous and vulnerable and move into this path of starting my own company. And at the same time, we also made a move to Sydney, BC. So there was a lot of shifts. So that was really the trajectory that got me to the point of starting my own business. And was the move to British Columbia because of your change in in your your own work situation? Or was it just, did it just happen to be concurrent? It was kind of a, I think actually, it was a bit of a um, extra push. It was the decision that we wanted a different quality of life. Well, and if you want a different quality of life, you're going to have to make a really tough decision, which is maybe you need to quit your job. And so that was very stressful and really scary. So I think it was a bit concurrent, but, you know, led to the ability to say, you need to make this decision and let go and, and a little bit, you know, jump into that deep end of the pool and make sure that you swim. Mm. Joseva, how how linear had your career been as an employee? You know, and I think that that's that's a really good perspective because I think in some ways, you know, you you apply on a job, and I uh, certainly started to explore. So I was with the federal government for eleven years. So in some ways, it was linear because you sort of you feel like you're on this path. But now that I look back and I go. Actually, it's really, it's almost like I felt like I had a very clear North Star about my passion and my values. And so it's like things came my way and I made decisions. And so in some respects, it was very curvy and and sometimes difficult. And sometimes, you know, you had to ford a very deep stream and sometimes you had to climb a mountain. So it was very, in a way, a winding path. And it's something that I have had the privilege of mentoring folks. And and that's what I've said to them, you know, especially younger people think that it's, you know, you must be able to just figure out your path and you'll just follow the steps. And I really learned that you have at least a plan of some sort and really focus on your strengths and your values. And you're going to meander sometimes. And sometimes you're going to go downhill and it seems really easy. And sometimes you're going to hit some sort of barrier. And I think that's really, again, what I'm, what I'm experiencing as an entrepreneur. And yet you have, to, you have to be vulnerable and courageous and also keep faith in yourself and your abilities and, and what you can offer others. Mm. What kinds of barriers had you hit as an employee? I think it really, the big one was really wanting to be that change leader and seeing what organizations I was with, that they really said, you know, we want to be this type of organization. But I think systems are so well ingrained that sometimes being the change leader and being out front, sometimes it felt a little bit like you're out front and then you look behind you and and like there's nobody around you. And so for me, that was a really big barrier. 
of really wanting to live what the organization said it wanted to achieve and, and not the system not catching up as fast, right? It takes so much time. So I think that was a big barrier. I think another one too is, is really being seen for your expertise and your skills. I worked in organizations generally where, you know, if you were an engineer or an accountant, it was easier to see that you had expertise. I think when you are in more of that strategic thinking, communications, sometimes it's that people don't recognize the the expertise and the skills that you had, uh, that you have in the same way that they might for those more traditional roles. Mm -hmm. And that, that was a real barrier for me. I would say the, the so-called soft skills, they're harder for many people to to identify and to really, uh, for people to identify the value that's that's in them when people are really experts in those skills. I absolutely agree. And I think, I remember once somebody saying to me, well, we're all communicators. And I said, of course, we're all communicators. The thing is, there are skills around communications that there are people who that is their profession and have insights and abilities to really support others in that and to do it better. Because, you know, communication is challenging. It's, it's, it takes so much self-awareness. It takes so much an awareness and emotional intelligence of, of being able to interact with others. And, and really, those are all the things that are coming to bear as I I'm on my entrepreneurial journey is that I'm really trying to connect with those strengths that I have and to be able to offer those to others, but also to give myself credit for those. I think sometimes, you know, as an employee, and I'm finding that hard in my journey now, is to really recognize that, yes, being a part of a team is really important. It's also really important to be able to acknowledge and respect and use your strengths and be able to talk about them in a way without being worried around, oh, you know, am I being, is my ego get too big, right? It's, it's, it's a little bit of that push and pull as an entrepreneur of, of being able to talk about your skills and abilities and strengths and how you can help others and make a difference in a way that's authentically you. Yeah. So how does it feel so far as an entrepreneur? You know, it's really exciting. And then there are days that it's really scary. So I still feel like I'm on that journey of, you know, there's sort of ups and downs. But what I'm really excited about is being able to connect with my values and my strengths and be able to share those with people and and do it authentically and passionately. And another thing for me that's been really important in my entire career is that real focus on trust building. And I'm really excited about being able to, in my business, really use my authentic self to support others and to build that trust. Because I think that's a very big part of uh, coaching and consulting is being able to create that relationship quite quickly and and to instill trust from people. Yeah. Yoseva, was there any time in between your the end of employment and when you felt that your business was officially starting? Was there a, a, a t- like a, uh, a, period. a hiatus? Yeah, hiatus period. There was, I took a couple of weeks. Wow, not very much. No, not very much. I felt for myself that if I waited too long, I might chicken out. <laughs> yeah, it's a daunting change going from employment to entrepreneurship. It is, it's very daunting. And I think what I learned too is... That there's so many steps to it because there's there's the what is my business right creating that business plan creating that vision for yourself 
giving that depth and it's it's like putting the meat on the bones of all of that. But then there's also the very tactical things like business licenses. And, and I think I found that really challenging because everything was so new. Everything felt so new. And I think in a way, taking just a bit of time to take a breath, but also then jumping in right away gave me the ability to, to really create a plan Look at what aspects were about me and my business and what aspects were really the tactical, the needs of things that you need to do, like having a business license. And so I really am still finding that I'm going back and forth in that journey. And I'm really trying to be kind to myself because I think sometimes you, I have a feeling anyway, I just want to jump in and I should have figured this all out already. And then I take a step back and I say, actually, this is part of the process. This is something you're going to have to get used to, going between these ways of being and learning. And and I think, you know, one thing that I walk away from just after this six months is how much this is a career journey, becoming an entrepreneur, but also hugely a personal growth journey. And I'm, I'm feeling that I'm learning so much about myself through this process. And I was always a pretty self-aware person. But I think that this is what this process has really offered me is this awareness that that the personal journey side of it is so tied to values and strengths and that I can really tie that into my career as an entrepreneur and building my business. Mm. What has surprised you in the personal growth area? What surprised me is that I th- I'm, I'm braver than I thought. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> that mounts, might sound really funny, but I think if I think back on this long journey of, you know, going back to, am I, you know, past my best before date, I think in the fear that I felt, I think I'm realizing now that I had more within me to be brave and start this journey because in some ways being an entrepreneur is a bit lonely right it's it's suddenly you lose that connection that that you have just in a day i mean even with the pandemic and as we shifted to working online you're still connecting with people and and so it felt a bit lonely one of the things that i put in my plan was really though continuing to connect with folks and one of the great resources for me was i had to think about who has come along my path in life who are entrepreneurs and and to reach out to them and say, would you give me an hour of your time? My approach was to say, if you think about yourself at the stage I'm at, what advice would you have given yourself from now what you have learned in your journey? And that was incredibly helpful. And people have been incredibly generous with their time. And that's created not only connection, but also a reinforcement that my experience isn't unique, that, that it really is a challenge to go out when you're on out on your own as an entrepreneur, but to reach out to folks who can support you. And, and I also found that there is so many things, uh, resources for for new business owners here in in British Columbia. There's there's actually resources for small business BC, and and I'm sure that that is uh, lots of uh, places have those kinds of resources. So that's that's allowed me to connect and grow and learn through this process. Yoseva, what kinds of advice have you found helpful? Uh, The advice that I found helpful was when you're starting out, know that you're going to have to do some things for free, and that's really good. Just be really cautious. And I think that was really important advice. 
And I actually took some opportunities to do some free things. And I really saw it as a a win-win because I was offering services that I am passionate about, offering my strengths. And those organizations also gave me the opportunity in a way to practice, right? And, And to try try things out and try out being in this new world. So that was a really, really important piece of advice to do some free things, but also be cautious because you can get into the mode of just doing everything for free. Right. So the caution is know when you should start charging. Exactly. Know when you should start charging. Okay. The second piece of advice that I got was really know your value. And be really strong in that because it's so easy to say, oh, you know what, I'll give you a deal. And I learned that actually myself when I was doing it on the side is that I started to be so grateful that people were were interested and then I would give them a deal. And then I would realize I really learned from that, that actually the amount of energy I was expending into providing the service, I was not valuing that the way that I should uh, financially. And so that's that's been a really uh, important lesson for me that was reinforced that people shared with me. Mm. And a third a third piece of advice that I think is really important and has I've come back to uh, quite often is to be kind to yourself. There's going to be moments of doubt. There's going to be moments of worry. <laughs> There's going to be moments of fear. And at those moments, to really say, "Yeah, that's that's a normal part of the journey." And so. You know, don't don't throw in the towel because you feel defeated in a moment. Just know and feel that and just be kind and say, yeah, maybe you need a moment to stop and have a cup of tea or go for a walk in nature and just find that strength within and to just connect with your values and your strengths and and keep moving forward. So those those were really important pieces of advice that I got from folks. Those are great pieces of advice. Where are you in um, identifying who you want to serve and how? So I am feel really confident in that. I want to, and I'm very much in the beginning stages of one of them, but I really want to support uh, women leaders and also people who are new, newer in their careers, because I feel like my experiences of what we had talked about, that bit of that nonlinear path, I think that I can really support that awareness of and draw out of people through coaching, that ability to really connect with their strengths and their values and be really confident in the, in the path that they're moving forward. Well, the world is certainly very nonlinear. And anyone who, th- who thinks that career paths should be linear probably need to take another look at the way things actually work. I agree, David. I find it really interesting because it's in a way a very, I'd say, old way of thinking, right? Of of you go to school and you decide that you're going to be a teacher and therefore you'll do everything and you will become a teacher and you'll be a teacher for 40 years. That really isn't. It's almost like this traditional view that, to your point, that when you really look at the world, it isn't like that at all. And I think there's actually some real strengths in it not being that way because I think there is a richness of learning and a quality of life because of that because you can really connect with who you are, your strengths, your values. And you hear me say that a lot, right? Strengths and values. But I really, my experience has been, if I connect with that, then that is a really good foundation for moving forward. Even when when it's bumpy, you'll find your path again. Yeah, that's for sure. Look, I, I studied engineering. I lasted almost five years as an engineer before I went on to a totally different field. 
Yeah. Which years ago was really unheard of. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it made me think about, it's one of the reasons I chose the name of my business, which is Strathos, which is a combination of strategy and ethos. And I really believe, and that, you know, builds on, again, the trust and the character, that to have good strategy, whether you're an organization and you need a business plan, or whether you're an individual and you want to find that path forward, it's about strategy connected. That's almost like the the science is strategy, and the art of it is who you are as a human being. All of those, and as an organization, all of those special things that make you you or make you an organization, and those two things melded together, I think sets a really strong path forward. You know what that reminds me of, Yoseva? That there's um, a very common question that get that gets asked of children and young people, which is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And that is such a linear question. A much better question is, who do you want to be when you grow up? That is powerful, David. I I fully agree with you. I think that is such a great way to frame that question. Yeah. Yoseva, we've covered so much territory about your experience, your career, your transitions, um, and sort of where you are in the process for which I'm very grateful that you've shared so openly. If somebody wants to go deeper with anything we've touched on today, access any resources you may have or get in touch with you, where would be the best place for them to go? The best place for them to go is my website, which is strathos.ca. And that is S-T-R-A-T-H-O-S dot C-A. Great. And we will, of course, include that in the show notes. Joseva, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Going Solo and share your experiences and your insights. My guest has been the principal and founder of Strathos Coaching and Consulting, Joseva Vanderstoop. Thank you again, Joseva, for joining us. And thank you, David. I really enjoyed uh, this opportunity to share my experience. And I just want to also say kudos to you. I've had the time to listen to some of the uh, podcasts and I've learned a lot. And I think it's another great resource for people who are moving um, into the entrepreneurial world. When you visit the Going Solo website, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned why personal growth is integral to entrepreneurship and much more. If you'd like to share your story on going solo, please get in touch with me at smashingtheplateau.com. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.